At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Howdy, everyone. If you enjoy the show, join our free Discord. Link in the description and chat with the cast. Please leave a review and consider joining our Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more. Tears start at a dollar, and even that helps us out. To stay up to date with episode releases and more, follow us on Twitter at Riffway Podcast. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Realms, the 5e D&D podcast where we discuss all you need to know about world building. From gods and demons to mountains and molehills. I'm Nathan, the dungeon master and creator of Riftway. I'm Josh, your co-host and fellow dungeon master, world builder, and fantasy enjoyer. And today, we'll be talking about... Sally. Fiona. Fiona, yes. <laughs> no, we're talking about Flora today. Uh, what, what is Flora? What, what uh, Flora is? Well, if you want the Google definition, then flora is plants of a particular region, habitat, or geological period. Um, in most storytelling beats, and especially uh, if you're going to be writing a story regarding like D&D and other things like that, uh, or fantasy in general, a lot of the times, dryads, treekens, blights, and things like that are usually considered under, like, the flora umbrella. Um, sometimes you'll also get creatures that are deeply associated with plants that you kind of might consider flora as well, even though they're more like creatures than plants. Right. Um, like, giant... Like, like, like a, one that's obviously a plant is like a giant Venus flytrap, or like the... I guess Petey Piranha from Mario Brothers is like the closest thing I can think of that's not necessarily a dryad, but still technically a plant. It's a plant. Trust it's me. a plant. It's a Petey Piranha plant. So, in regards to flora, you can kind of, we're, we're breaking this down into a couple of like how you want to introduce flora into your game, into your setting. I would say for most of what your players are going to see of plants is going to be imagined by them. Um, most of the specifics of the plants themselves are going to be a result of you describing the geography or environment that they're in, and they will populate that with things like grass and bushes and trees and stuff like that. Um, mm. and so what's important here is that you have an understanding of your environments and your geographies that you want to 
explain to the people who are watching so that way you and them have a same general idea of what's going on uh, even if you know you're imagining a thick underbrush and they're not a hundred percent on that same page mm-hmm. um, so any environment in the world's gonna have some plant life that thrives there um with the exception of like Antarctica and some deserts, <laughs> but even most deserts still have like cacti and stuff. I know I live next to one. Um, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so getting the specific names of plants is generally not necessary unless it has a specific story beat or role or use that you kind of want to introduce to characters. Um, so this is kind of more along the lines of creating your own plant, one that has like healing properties or one that has magic or one that's um, special in some way because it's an important ingredient for a health potion or something like that. Right. Or it's cool space stuff, which is just fun. <laughs> Yay, cool space stuff. Yay, cool space stuff. Um, so, I'd say here is, and the important part is, like, what do your plants look like as opposed to the names that you have for them? So plants evolve to match their surrounding environments, which is why having an understanding of your geography and topography are so important. Um, a tropical forest is going to be very, very, very different uh, from a deadwood forest or a temperate forest or even like a regular rainforest. Um, so whenever you're describing the feel of it, the temperature, the uh, wetness, things like that. Keep in mind those things that players are going to have very different ideas of what's happening based on what you have described. Um, so, and also, how does the sun play into it, right? Plants are hyper reliant on the sun for most of their natural what? resources. No. no. What? The plants need sunlight. Um, so like wide-leaved canopy of, of plants is very different from like palm trees or you know dense underbrush and stuff like that uh, dense underbrush you say hey <laughs> is there any other way LA <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> get into that rainforest baby <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything you want to add about like uh, about plants? I know a lot of the times plants are kind of like skipped over. I mean, here's the thing about plants is uh, that as you were saying before, using them as ingredients and stuff. But I think there's something to be said about like just straight using them as enemies, as per the Venus flytrap stuff. I think it's very cool to make a jungle feel very overgrown and dangerous when you have those kinds of monstrous plants. Uh, mm -hmm. a, 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 and plants generally have this innate tie to an uh, an ancient evil because, <laughs> like, my, one of my favorite ones is like, oh, this ancient, uh, you know, growing thing, and then you have that sort of consumption of life, converting it into this um, evil sort of 
a creature that seeks to grow further and and it just matches up in such a lovely way you know yeah a lot of the times when you see flora used as an enemy um the flora itself poses an existential threat as a result of agency given to it by something else so that's like uh like what you said an ancient evil a magical fae that makes the forest make everyone get lost uh, druids that are bringing the forest to life to fight out interlopers. You know. Um, oh, as many reasons as you can think of for a tree to be alive, you can you can give. But most of the time, there has to be a reason for the tree to be alive, unless it's a carnivorous plant. And the reason why it's alive is because it's a carnivorous plant. <laughs> I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> because it's gonna eat you. Um, yum, yum. So whenever Flora poses a danger or a challenge by itself, uh, most of that is going to be survival-based, right? It's going to be the poisonous berries. It's going to be vines that you get caught up in and potentially strangle yourself in. Um, Ooh, strangulation play. Ooh. uh, Things that are hidden as a result of uh, leaves scattered across the floor. So, like, natural traps almost um i have found that a lot of gms don't like to go this route because people don't like traveling and when you don't like traveling (laughs) then you don't have this right like most of the time a someone's like daily food ration is a survival check. Oh, you rolled poorly? It's fine. You have granola instead. Oh, you rolled great? You have a deer or something. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm, I have found that a lot of the GMs that I've spoken with and have played with kind of gloss over this survival ship factor, which which is kind of sucks because like most of the time that you're going to spend on the road is going to be spent not in a city. <laughs> a lot of it's going to be spent out in the wilds. Right. They're like, but the wilds aren't a character. I can't twist the knife with a tree. You can make them a character. <laughs> Your world is, is a character, this, homie. This plant's name is Tim, Tim, Timmy. And he's a small plant that's slowly (laughs) dying. You must save it. It can speak to you. Singular wheat. He's like, yo, man. (laughs) Recently, the tree beside me has been sucking up all the water and nutrients. I'm dying, man. I'm being sucked dry, my bro. I'm being sucked (laughs) dry. I'm dying. I, I, I don't have much longer to live. Please save me if you have any, 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 um, kindness in your heart you just walk past like fuck you at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? 
outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I don't talk with plants. I didn't even take that spell. I'm not a loser. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> isn't, isn't Speak With Plants a spell? It is. Yeah, it Speak is. With Plants is its own spell. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen anyone use it. It's like fucking loser. <laughs> What's a plant have to say that a squirrel doesn't have to say? Riddle me this. <laughs> plant be like, ooh, sun. Yes, I love sun. <laughs> plant what? be like, someone stepped on me, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's all That's all it's thinking. You're like, I need help. It's like, who are you and what do you want from me? I'm just a plant, yo. I don't have any forms of noticeable perception whatsoever. <laughs> I, I felt a, you know... The, the the humidity has gone up recently. That's all. That's all I can tell you. It's a little bit wetter than it was yesterday. That's all I got. <laughs> you know, there was some ammonia in the water today. Might have. Some- oh no! <laughs> high Rough precipitation. There's high salt content in there. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Had to drink it all <sighs> the same. <laughs> All right. So this kind of boils down to how do you choose what plants you kind of go into a little bit more detail on and what plants that you don't. Um, For the most part, definitely let your characters, your players, your readers, whoever it is, imagine the majority of the specifics. Unless you have something very specific that you want to dry their eyes to. I, I know I said that a little bit before, but time spent describing trees is time not spent establishing character, moving plot forward, right? Uh, it's It can be... Some people don't just don't care that the tree is slightly different here than it was somewhere else, or that... Um, the environment here is more friendly towards bushes as opposed to long, thin oak tree or long, thin bodied trees. Um, so in order to kind of get that in mind, I would research the type of plants that survive in specific areas. Yeah, and like cactuses normally grow in forests and trees yeah. grow in the desert. That's true. I actually did the research for that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so you, if someone asks like, oh, what does the surroundings look like? You have an idea of like, okay, so they're in a place that I described as a grove. Okay, so what do groves usually have in them? Oh, they have this. Things and this grow. And Things that they grow, grow in groves. <laughs> 
um, I think definitely one one of the fun bits. I think um, more importantly is I suggest come up with like three or five different um, medicinal plants uh, of varying sorts. Um, <laughs> medicinal in some ways, huh? um, <laughs> and basically to like think up different areas in your world that they appear. Just have one for each area, maybe. Uh, this is just like additional thing. I don't do it myself, but it's like one of those fun things that you can do. Um, I've thought Any about good it. GM will do this, and I've considered good... doing it, but I have. <laughs> I haven't. So I mean, it's just a fun thing, fun exercise and thought, right? Is uh, come up with one of these and then spread it around your world a bit, and then you know uh, when something happens, let's say this thing stops bleeding or basically basically helps stabilize a person in some way. Um, or maybe this one gives you is a, a hallucinogen, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you can just pull it out at some point or, and then as the game goes on, players start to get used to, oh, can, do, do, I, do I, like, this area is known for this thing, right? And it's like, yeah, um, can I do this and that with it? And then it becomes an option that players can lean on. Mm-hmm. And speaking of time passing, that is something that Flora does so, so well, is it can denote the passing of time, right? The changing of the leaves from summer to fall and um, the way that spring makes things flower up, right? These small details really does sell the fact that your characters are living in a world that might one, have routine, but that two, changes, and that the world changes, like, the world goes on, right? Uh, it doesn't matter if the Lich King is taking over a portion of the continent, it's still fall, so trees are dying, right? Or the unseasonable cool is something that I feel really sells well, especially in places where people already know the flora and things are going a little weird, right? When things are weird, that's where flora shines. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> you were looking at me like I was crazy, and I'm like, come on, it's not that that's exactly what. Like, cause when natural order gets disrupted and flora behaves in ways that it's not supposed to, I feel like that's a great time to describe it, right? Right. Like, it's supposed to be fall, how come... Or it's supposed to be winter, how come all of these portions of the forest are flowering right now? Or, or you know, vice versa. Oh, yeah, it can be, like, really cool and spooky. Yeah. Like who? Or just, like... Flowers in the uh, winter. <laughs> flowers happen. in the winter, what happened? Yeah, stuff like that. Or it can denote things like who's around, right? Like if you have a powerful druid that sustains a portion of the forest through the winter. So you have like an eternal forest, even though the area outside of his sphere of influences is dying and snow-caked. Oh my god, everything's dying, man. It's not oh okay. my god. This is my least favorite thing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like Flora does its best work whenever there's a story beat reason to describe it. 
or you know something to to get out of it. Um, and so having some descriptions for local flora in your back pocket helps with that a lot. Do you have anything else that you want to add to uh, to the plants portion, the plant episode? The plant episode. Hmm. <laughs> uh huh. Really think about it, though. Like, really think about right, it. Right, right. Okay. This is your one time. This is the only time I'm going to let you talk about plants. So, if you um, try to bring it up later, I will interrupt you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Plants, the thing I love talking about the most. I absolutely <laughs> talk about it every single time we go on the show. Um, <laughs> I mean, hmm. I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of anything. You were really struggling to think of anything to talk about plants, and you're like, nah, I think I think we got it handled. I think we got that one in the bag. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we have it covered, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, we could always, like, go over... Well, we already went over specific enemies that you face as plants. Yeah. So, I think we're good. If there's anything else... We'll probably talk about whenever we're talking about geography. Plants right. generally make a make a appearance. Tasty. Then <laughs> they make a tasty. They make an appearance. Then, um, but for the most part, flora exists kind of as a set piece, unless your entire campaign centers on survivalism, in which case you oh really God. want to know your stuff. Get an Eagle Scout friend to help you. <laughs> Eagle Scout friend. That's right, you're in Singapore. They don't have the Eagle Scouts. What's an Eagle Scout? The Eagle. Like What's the bird. Eagle. Eagle Scout. All right, we're ending the record. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I insulted his entire culture. <laughs> How dare you? Thanks for listening to this episode of Rifts and Realms. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Tier stars as well as a dollar and even that much for the outside. Support us to get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, only access to episodes, and even input on Rifts and Rules topics. Follow us on social media on Twitter at RiftBikePodcast. Join our Discord every month we have a hangout session on the last Saturday of the month where you can speak with cast. The link is in the description below. And you can send us an email with wakepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Don't get poison icy on your butt. What? You did you interrupted me in the no. middle of my outro. You interrupt me. You, I'm you, so sorry. You cheeky bugger. I'm not sorry. <laughs> He's not. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.